afternoon, and welcome to what is sadly the final touchdown report of the season. It is Super Sunday edition. I am your host, Deacon himself, and today is going to be the 12th of February, 2022. Double episode for you guys today, which is a rare thing. But the producers were uh, having technical difficulties, so getting a double episode today. What is better than that? Um, the conference championship games, um, AFC championship, NFC championship games, were very, very close scoring affairs. But Super Bowl Sunday is upon us tomorrow. And besides the fact that this has been a bizarre season, bizarre postseason... I hope everybody's doing well and is ready for this game. Because tomorrow, for whatever reason, they have not done this yet, is make Monday a national holiday after the Super Bowl. I mean, it's definitely, it should be, uh, because of the amount of revenue, obviously, that it's going to generate. <laughs> but uh, the parties, the gatherings, and maybe not so much with COVID, you're just kind of staying to yourself, whatever you're doing. But um, got to live your life sometimes. And if you're a fan of the two teams that are playing in this game, then... Hats off to you guys for getting there. And for anyone that projected the final game, hats off to you because you made a lot of money. Uh, before we get started on anything, two notes in the NFL that I wanted to bring up. But I wanted to make everybody aware that the Deacon & Co. Show is recorded in front of a live studio audience. For tickets to the Deacon & Co. Show, please email deaconandcoshow@gmail.com for your chance to see a live show. Figured I'd bring that up now. Just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Sad announcements in the NFL, two of them this last week that were really sad. Controversy over the big one, though. Uh, Tom Brady, and yes, this is the big one of the two. Retiring, but some people don't feel that he's going to retire. So some people say this is all hoax, whatever it is, but hats off to Tom Brady in an excellent career. Opens the door to many new faces in the NFL that actually have a fucking chance to win when Tom Brady's not there. <laughs> So, moving forward, the second announcement is the Washington football team has decided on a name. I'm sure you guys have heard, and I'm sure it's puzzling to you just as it is to me, okay? So, Super Bowl edition will bring it up, the Washington Commanders. Dude, you haven't commanded shit in almost 30 years, okay? You haven't done anything since you won the Super Bowl versus the Bills in 92, okay? And now... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here, anybody, but uh, they haven't made it out of the divisional round, which means that it's an early exit for them in the years that they have made the playoffs since winning the Super Bowl. Not the old skins that you know. So, poor choice for the Washington Commanders? Absolutely, because you haven't commanded shit. Anyway, that's my rant for the day. Those are the two notes before we get into what happened last week. Last week, we saw some crazy stuff happen in Arrowhead Stadium, as I would like to say it always does, but it usually doesn't. It's usually just a one-sided affair with this team. And for the second time this season, the Cincinnati Bengals w w defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. First time was in Cincinnati. Second time, down 24-3. No big deal. Cincinnati came back, brought the game into overtime, and... Won the game, sending the Cincinnati Bengals to Super Bowl 56. Who will they be playing? Well, Los Angeles did something crazy last week or two weeks ago when they uh, had this game there. Tried to keep it a home field advantage. Being that you're facing the Niners that are up in San Francisco, okay, very difficult to do that. A lot of red jerseys there. So if you did not have a Los Angeles area code, okay, to try to keep the home field advantage... 
they turned around and they would not sell you a ticket. So kind of fucked up. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't matter. There were more Niner fans there. 20 to 17. LA Rams will be playing tomorrow versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Two four seeds, by the way. All right. So just to keep that um, in the back of your mind. Interesting. How do these teams match up when it comes to being four seeds? Well, 15 and 5 LA Rams are minus four versus the 13 and 7 Cincinnati Bengals, uh, 48 and a half for the over. All right, so the game is being played in SoFi Stadium, which we all know is where the home of the Rams and the Chargers for one more year for the Chargers and for the Rams. So now, uh, this is a home game for the Bengals. They say, Okay, that's fine, but this is the Rams stadium. So two bits of information here on why the L.A. Rams are going to win the championship. Are they going to win by four? I don't think so. I think it's going to be a field goal game. I think you're safe with taking the Bengals on a tease or taking the Bengals with the points. The L.A. Rams, okay, not only being the home team, all right, first team that ever has hosted a Super Bowl along with the playoff game. You remember last year Tom Brady won the Super Bowl by hosting the Super Bowl. In order for him to host the Super Bowl, he had to win three road games. The Rams have played two home games in the stadium. They're going to be the first team that's ever hosted and won the Super Bowl in the same playoffs. You're going to witness history tomorrow. Now, a lot of people think the Bengals are on a roll. A lot of people think the Bengals are the real deal. Okay, the Bengals are a good team, all right? But here's the kicker. I mentioned to, this, to you guys all the time, or at least the last couple of weeks. Now you're going to remember this stat for the rest of your lives. No team that has ever lost to the New York Jets in the regular season has ever won the Super Bowl. On Halloween, Cincinnati came to Jersey, and the Jets beat them 34-31. Done, done, done. Very careful is what the words that you guys should be living by for the next 24 hours. When placing wagers for this game, make sure that you know what you're doing. Don't go as heavy on the prop bets as you think because if you don't follow these teams, there's no point for you to put a prop bet on if you don't know what they're going to do. So, will will Joe Burrow throw two touchdowns in the game? Okay, will he? Who, maybe. Who, who the fuck knows? But if you don't know what this guy's consistency has been over the course of the season, stay away from it. I think you're going to be safe with a tease. I think if you tease it down, 48.5 is going to be high. I think it's going to change by the time that the game happens tomorrow. I think it might even drop down a full point. Whatever the situation is, I say just be safe to everybody. And, of course, do not drink and drive tomorrow. Cops will be out everywhere ready if you guys are traveling out to this. And you shouldn't drink and drive anyway. But just make sure that you get a ride. Um... Last thing that I wanted to bring up, too, about this matchup is that no meetings between these two teams have occurred in the regular season. So this is the first time that these two offenses and defenses are going to have to look at each other. Should be interesting there. Uh, Pro Bowl was last week. Uh, Nobody really gives a shit, I guess, but uh, over was set for... 68-and-a-half or 68. Uh, AFC won again, and I would believe that would be their fifth straight. 41-35 uh, to 35 over the NFC, and Justin Herbert and Max Crosby were named co-MVPs. I mean, well, if the game wasn't in the Raiders stadium, would Max Crosby have been uh, named the MVP of a Pro Bowl where nobody was tackling, where nobody had pads on or, you know, pads from the lower extremities? Just a fun thing for the fans to get together or whatever, but... They score points. So, yeah, they covered the over, no problem. And, of course, the AFC was favored, so the AFC won that. You won that. You covered if you knew what you're doing. Um, Tomorrow on the actual game itself, all right, 1.42 billion 
chicken wings will be consumed. I don't have any idea what the pizza number is yet. I'll provide that for you in the upcoming weeks. But going to miss you guys on the Touchdown Report. Thank you so much for listening and really appreciate you guys showing the support to um, you know, me and everything that I got going on here. So as a treat for that, not only will we be ready for tomorrow and we're going to hear this anthem at some point of the night, but I'm going to give you my top five Super Bowl t- of all time here. Only comparison I can ever make to Freddie Mercury is David Bowie, and uh, believe it or not, that is one of the only songs that I hate by Queen. Uh, But we will hear it. Tomorrow there will be a champion crowned, but in the meantime, uh, top five Super Bowls of all time. And this this list, um, I I didn't go back too crazy too far because I gave you guys the top five, but there will be uh, one day where I give you guys the top ten Super Bowls of all time. Uh, and there will be earlier years in this, but uh, five for you. Uh, number five, 2009 Super Bowl 43. This was not a game, okay, that I'm going to put on there, although it is in uh, the top five games of all time, believe it or not. Uh, reason I put that there is because out of all the halftime shows, and you guys know how I feel about the Metallica bullshit that they did a couple years ago in Super Bowl 50, all right, I'm still bitter about that, Um The best Super Bowl halftime show I ever saw was on this Super Bowl was Bruce Springsteen and unbelievable job he did there. So that's my number five. Not the game, but his performance alone, in my opinion, was the best Super Bowl performance I had ever seen at halftime. Brings us down into number four, Super Bowl 32, one of my favorite Super Bowls of all time. I had won my first professional wager. I I was 10 years old. The Broncos played the Packers, and I had Denver winning that game. And sure enough, they did Terrell Davis 31-24, and the Broncos were the champions of the world. Uh, Good for them. Back-to-back they went the following year. They beat the Dirty Birds in Atlanta. John Elway, 2-4 and four in his professional career in the Super Bowl. Good for him. He was one of my favorites. Uh, my number three Super Bowl of all time was Super Bowl 34, the greatest show on turf. And uh, Kevin Dyson and the Tennessee Titans, Rams-Titans. Uh, Titans fell short by one yard of winning the Super Bowl, and the Rams held on in a low-scoring affair. Uh, super, my number two Super Bowl of all time is Super Bowl 52. Okay? Now... Most people would say, okay, well, out of your two teams, you've had three, four appearances. Okay, you had 1980 when you lost, the Eagles lost to the Raiders. You had 1994 where the Chargers didn't even show up versus the Niners. You had 2004 when the Patriots played the Eagles and won the first time, but then we had it. Okay, we had it years later, the perfect rematch. St. Nick, Nick Foles beating Tom Brady and the, uh, the New England Patriots and... 
taking that game on a high-scoring game, best game I've ever uh, got to experience as a fan itself, was back and forth. And let me tell you something. No doubt in my mind did I know that the second time that we were going to romp him, okay? And not it was not even where we romped Brady. Brady played the best game of his Super Bowls that year. Over 500 yards passing, may I remind you, okay? And the Eagles found a way to beat Tom Brady. Amazing. Really amazing. Uh, Super Bowl one on my list. The best Super Bowl of all time. Super Bowl 51. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the only Super Bowl to ever go into overtime. At halftime, it was 28-3. to The Atlanta Falcons were on easy street. They didn't realize, okay, that there was a fire and a hunger in the opposing team's eyes. Down 28 to 3, the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history, okay? Biggest Super Bowl uh, playoff appearance, I mean, uh, Super Bowl uh, comeback, regular season comeback, or, okay, or a playoff comeback. And uh, with the Bengals' victory to get into the Super Bowl now, uh, they had the second biggest, obviously, uh, 24 to 3, okay? 28 to 3 you could see it's not easy to come back from that but the patriot fans around here okay and I don't even want to call them patriot fans anymore there's little tom brady fans that are around okay they were all looking at me okay from the crazy mindset of well how are you so calm when you have so much money on new england on this game and I said because when tom brady number 12 is on the other side of the ball okay there is absolutely no fucking doubt in my mind that this game is never, ever, ever over. The jerseys, the shirts, they got taken off and thrown across the room in disgust, only to see Tom Brady come back down 28-3, to win the, the coin toss in overtime, and they didn't go for the field goal. They went right down the field with the touchdown, and the New England Patriots came back and completed the greatest Super Bowl ever. Tough for me to put that above the Eagles, but I'm telling you the truth. That is the best Super Bowl ever, okay? 1.42 billion chicken wings, as I mentioned earlier. I think that number for an over or an under, I think that's going to be broken by a lot, okay? A lot more people will be more interested in what goes on in eating, drinking, gathering, and Super Bowl boxes, um, as opposed to the actual game itself. To me, this is going to be a bad game. So everybody watch out. Be safe in what you do. Happy game day in advance. Follow me on the Maids of Social, Deacon and Co. Show, Instagram and Twitter. But for now, Deacon is out.